Thank you for joining us in Nicole's Hen House. I'm a millennial mama on a mission to rewrite the narrative of women in our generation by discussing our roles in health, business, entertainment, and politics. If this resonates with you, please leave a review after the show. As always, cheering for you. Unjust rulers are a common thread throughout history, not just in the Old Testament, not just in the New Testament. This is history. There are rulers who, who walk with the Lord, rulers who don't. Um, this isn't new news. Thank you for joining me in my hen house. In this episode, I discuss peace and my interpretation of peace and what it is and what it isn't and how to attain it. That peace is actually a practice, not just a gift. If this resonates with you, I would so appreciate it if you take a screenshot and share it to your favorite social and tag me at Nicole's Hen House. So I'm just going to talk about peace because we as a country are collectively flipping our lid and I totally get it. Um, I don't think I can understate how I felt during the 2012 election enough. I was the definition of not cute. I lost sleep for like three weeks before the election. Even after the election, I still wigged out real hard. Um, It took a while for me to gain peace, but that was a learning experience. Um, And here's what I want to tell you guys tonight. Peace is a choice. Sometimes peace you have to fight for. Um, Let's just go through these notes and then I'm going to pray for you guys. Um, and share a little bit about my testimony along the way. Hopefully it inspires you. The definition of peace, we're going to go over three of these. The English definitions of peace is freedom from disturbance or tranquility, or two, a state or period of time in which there is no war. Let's talk about this. Um, Daniel 1.1. Lava, the Old Testament. In the third year of the reign of... In the... In the third year of the reign of Jehoiakim, king of Judah, Nebuchadnezzar, king of... Unjust rulers are a common thread throughout history, not just in the Old Testament, not just in the New Testament. This is history. There are rulers who who walk with the Lord, rulers who don't. Um, This isn't new news. Um, Our presidency is just... Here's the deal about the presidency. Uh, we as Americans have a tendency to be very much like Israelites because we want the president to be our king instead of Yeshua. As someone who's running for office, I understand the irony here. But the presidency is not the king. He is the ruler of the land, but the king of our heart and the king of our soul is not the president of the United States. It is God the Father. And we get to choose to walk with him or not. We're going to keep going. Um... The other definition of peace, the, he- the Hebraic definition of peace, is shalom. Shalom. Shalom is completeness, soundness, or a whole welfare. It is your welfare or your well-being. The root word of shalom is shalom, which is to make amends, to make whole or complete. I'm going to read that again. To make amends, to make whole or complete. Caroline, good evening, babe. Love you. So the purpose of peace, the definition of peace, is to be made whole. So if you are wigging out real hard right now, A, 
nobody begrudges you for that, but B, there is a solution, and that is to be made whole. The absence of peace in your life lets you identify a place where Yahweh is not reigning or where Yahweh does not have authority. So you get to decide if you're going to give Yahweh permission to be in that place of your uneasiness. Um, peace is a gift, but it is not one that you get by yelling at God, by pleading with God. It is one that you get by surrender and fight. Here's what I mean by that. The month before my husband left, after he had confessed the seventh affair and he left, it threw me for a year. Not because I was surprised that there was another affair, but because this is the one that he was considering leaving us for. I did not fight with God because I thought I was wrong. I fought with God to give me the unexpected. I knew the whole time he was going to leave and he wasn't going to stay. I wasn't unaware of that. But what I wanted was the Lord to do something I knew was not good for me. I knew it was not good for me to stay married. I knew it was not good for him to be in our lives. I fought for him to do that anyway. The peaceful thing to have done would have been to just surrender that. Is it a bad thing to advocate for your marriage? No. But when you know you should surrender and you continue to fight, you are being selfish. You are taking your life back into your own hands. I robbed myself three weeks of peace to fight for him to stay. Him staying was not in our best interest. I had a choice then, and you have a choice now. Are you going to advocate and fight for a king that you don't actually need, or are you going to surrender the political ruler of our country to Yahweh? You get to decide that. Nobody else picks that for you. That's your choice. Um, let's go back to, to the second definition of peace. A state or period in which there is no war. Your mind, your brain, like all the stuff that happens inside of this skull is at war. It is constantly at war, and it is at war not with truth, but with peace. Because your brain flips its Adamic switch or Adamic switch to want to be in control. This wants to outthink and outdo God, and it wants to outbe God. It can't do that. It can't do that. It will never do that. And so what your brain does is it stays in this state of fight or flight. And so your brain wants to protect you and keep you stable. And so it's going to trigger these fear reactions. Well, fear is just the absence of surrender. Okay, well, you can surrender to the truth, but your brain's not going to let you because it's not the way things have always been done. So when we're talking about peace as being a state or period in which there is no war, you have to train your brain to not go to war every time it doesn't get its way. That sucks. That sucks. We all want to be right. We all want to have our way with this election. There is one side that's ultra conservative and really not even ultra conservative. There's one side that's moderate that really does want the middle ground for all people. And then there's the extremes on both sides who aren't listening to the ones in the middle. Nobody's going to get their way. This is a selfish process by nature. That's why we have to have Yahweh, not a king. But we can either surrender to the kingship of Yahweh and train our minds to be at peace with him, or we can allow um, 
you can yell and beg and make God give you something, but that is not peace. Peace comes from surrender and a deep-seated understanding of your purpose. You have to work to do that. You have to train your brain to do that. Um, You have to train your brain to not be at war and walk by the Spirit. Let's read. Okay, this is, we'll start here. Peace is the existence of Yeshua. Let's go to Second Chronicles. Don't you just love the Old Testament? Mm. Mm, mm, mm. Good words in here. If y'all have not read the prophets, now's a real good time to get cozy with us because one half of this country is going to get its way and the other half isn't. And y'all need to know what this says. Mm. Okay. And these times, this is, here's the deal. The absence of peace is not new news. Like, this is history. Let's read some more of this. Um, in those times, okay, Second Chronicles 15, 5. In those times, there was no peace to him who went out or to him who came in. For great disturbances afflicted all the inhabitants of the lands. They were in broken pieces. Nation was crushed by nation and city by city. For God troubled them with every sort of distress. But you take courage. Do not let your hands be weak, for your work shall be rewarded. Take courage. Taking courage means adhering to the truth of Yahweh, surrendering your own ideals, surrendering your way for your purpose. Your way and your purpose are not the same thing. I wanted my way in my marriage. I wanted him to stay and choose faithfulness. I wanted him to pick us. That was not the purpose of my existence. The purpose of my existence is to be a good mother and stay yoked to heaven. That is a practice. It is not something that is like, like, you don't just like have somebody pray for you and then like, oh, you get this peace that you just like eternally walk in and then it becomes like part of your identity. No, you have to practice this. Just like you have to practice faith, you have to practice peace. Patience is the same way. These are gifts of the Spirit. This is the result of you knowing how to walk with Him and practicing your walk with Him. It's the result of relationship. Does that make sense? Like, it's not this, oh, like, we went to dinner one time and here's this tattoo that is going to stay and mark your heart forever. It's not like that. It's this, it's not a tattoo. It's... A character trait that's developed over time it's like a callus or a really strong bone you have to work this to get it to stay um, the flip side of this is that Jesus has already promised us this he already gave us peace um, We have to stop asking God to give us what he has already given us. And instead of asking him to give us something, we have to become awakened or choose to act in in our own power that we've been bestowed. I'm going to close out with this, but I'm going to read this verse twice. John 14, 27. My peace I leave with you. Troubled, neither let them be afraid. This is a gift. This is a promise to us from Yeshua. We already have it. We just have to acknowledge it and walk in it. 
you have to practice this. Becoming aware of this is a choice. We can choose to withhold peace from our own selves and say, but I want this, 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 but God, but God, like, give me peace, give me peace, give me peace. And this whole time we're yelling at him to ask him for this thing that we say we want. We're too busy talking and not acknowledging that we have a choice to walk in it anyway. Instead, we're coming to him acting like a beggar. We are not supposed to come to Yahweh as a beggar. We're supposed to come to Yahweh in adoration. Now, there are moments when we have to ask him for things, but in us asking for him for things, it's not him giving us gifts. Oftentimes, it's us becoming awakened to the identity he's already given us. The opposite of peace is fear and selfishness. Fear is a choice. So let's make this specific to the election because that's what's going on right now. Both sides are worried about not getting their way. Both sides are terrified. Um, and I get it. There's a lot of reason to be afraid right now. Um, both sides of this aisle are concerned about what happens when we don't get our way. And we don't see our way as selfish. And generally speaking, across the board, no side is wrong. The problem is that in this country, we don't want to bring all of those sides together. We pit them against one another. But whatever your version of the worst thing is, go ahead and come to peace with it now. Go ahead and come to terms with it now. Whatever the extreme version of your fear is, now is the time to come to terms with it. If you're new to the show, you might not know that we were on food stamps in 2018. Being on food stamps can be an overwhelming experience. To help listeners who might be starting a journey on food stamps or for listeners who just don't feel like doing their own grocery list, I have released my free food stamp guide. This is a free download available on the site to help women in families who are on food stamps learn the skill of how to make meals last and also for reader listeners who just don't want to do food prep. So go to the site, nicolesenhouse.com and click on the free guide at the top of the page. Here's what I mean by that. If you are afraid of going to war, go ahead and make peace right now with going to war. If you are afraid of forcible separation from your children, go ahead and come to terms with being separated from your children. If you are afraid of, you know, racism, bigotry, um, assault because of your sexual orientation, go ahead and come to terms with that now. Not later, come to terms with it now. Then go walk in peace. Go walk in peace. Before my great-grandmother died, I asked the Lord if he would give me peace when she died. And he said, no, I will give you peace about her death right now. And that moment and that encounter with the Lord changed the rest of my life because instead of waiting for the fear or the moment to arrive to get peace, you can just walk in peace right now. Just walk in peace right now. Um, everybody has reason for their concern. 
come to terms with your fear. Just make peace with it. Accept that the, the worst fear might happen. Come to peace with it and then go live your life. Go live your life. You don't have to live in fear of this if you've already made peace with it. When whatever bad thing happens, if it comes to pass, you will have already made peace with it and you can go out knowing that you made the right choice and you stayed connected to your purpose. Um, your purpose and your fear are not the same. Peace is not weak. Peace is coming to terms with your fear so you can walk in your purpose unashamedly. Um, let's talk about the fruits of the Spirit real quick. Galatians 5. See, I, I know y'all think I'm going to camp out in the Old Testament all the time, but I do pop over into the New Testament. Alright, this is a lot, but it's so good, so I'm going to read all of it to you. Because there is a point, and I'm going to get there. Um, Galatians 5, 16 through 24. But I say... Walk by the Spirit, and you will not gratify the desires of the flesh. For the desires of the flesh are against the Spirit, and desires of the Spirit are against the flesh. For these are opposed to each other to keep you from doing the things that you want to do. Your fear is keeping you from doing the actual thing you want to do. If you are afraid of whatever this election is going to keep you from, then instead of being afraid of whatever that thing is, just go do that thing. Because that thing is probably your purpose. If your thing is to sing in public, just go sing in public. Go sing on a live. If your thing is you are afraid of being persecuted because of your sexual orientation, now is a really good time to go love on all of your people who have a similar orientation as you. If your fear is being separated from your children, now is a really good time to go love on your kids. Um, that's your purpose. Like, whatever your fear is, or your fear of something is, that is your purpose. If your fear of us becoming a socialist country is, like, waiting you out, go support small businesses and capitalism. Like, there is still, like, let your fear identify your purpose. But don't stay don't let that prohibit you from being peace like just come to terms with it then make peace with it and then go do the thing that you're like called to do okay but if you are led by the spirit you are not doing the thing you are not under the law now the works of the flesh are evident sexual immorality impurity sensuality idolatry sorcery enmity strife jealousy fits of anger Rivalries, dissensions, division, envy, drunkenness, orgies, and things like these. I warned you, as I warned you before, that those who do these things will not inherit the kingdom of God. Yo, if you're divisive, that's not the kingdom of God. Um, if you're drunk all the time, that's not the kingdom of God. And I love a cocktail, but I don't like being incoherent. If you are choosing strife, that's not the kingdom of God. If you are choosing jealousy or rage, that's not the kingdom of God. It's not. The fruit, the fruit of the spirit. Not the gifts. The fruit of the spirit. 
What is a fruit? A product of being attached to a branch. The branch is the spirit. So the fruit, Holy Spirit on you, right? So like, like let's pretend like this is branch. Holy Spirit, you, fruit, okay? The fruit of the spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, gentleness, faithfulness, self-control. And against such things, there is no law. And those who belong to Christ Jesus have crucified the flesh with its passions and desires. Is your desire right now to be right? Is your desire right now to have your way? You guys, love will always win. The presidency and whomever is seated as president is not ever going to demonstrate love to everyone the way they need it. These are finite humans with finite resources. The only one who can give you the fruits of the Spirit is the Holy Spirit. Yeshua is the Trinity. It's not going to come from whoever is seated as, as president. We have a choice to stay yoked to heaven or to resort to selfish impatience. Peace is a choice. It is not painless. Peace is not painless. It sucked to get divorced. It sucked to lose my husband. It was the right choice. I had peace about it. I knew I was making the right call. It did not come pain-free. My purpose, though, is to stay yoked to heaven. Your purpose, likewise, is to stay connected to heaven. It could also be to love a marginalized group. It could also be to support small business. Whatever your calling is, come to terms with the fact that that might have to change. And how you do that might have to change. But go do that. It is a process to come to peace, but it is a choice. It is a choice to walk with the Holy Spirit. It is always a choice of whether or not you are going to surrender your rightness, your correctness, for peace. It would have been good and right for us to stay married. That was not the choice of peace. It is not cowardly to be at peace. Paul was in peace when he was in prison. And he had peace because he knew his purpose. His purpose was evangelism. Your purpose might not be evangelism. That's okay. Like, not everybody is supposed to be a Paul. Paul had a ton of trauma issues. Like, let's be careful what we're recreating here. But the fact of the matter is, is that Paul never let go of his purpose the entire time he served. There was still peace. And when there wasn't peace, he just went to a different village. Um, Wherever you have peace, like, your direction of peace might change. But continue to surrender, and the Lord will open a new door for you. Let's read... Nope, we're going to wait. I'm going to go over some closing notes. Die to whatever your fear is. These are my closing notes. Die to whatever your fear is. Is your fear being separated from your kid? Is your fear of mandatory vaccinations? Is your fear um, persecution, regardless of which side of this you're on? Is your fear um, you're going to lose your business? Whatever your fear is, come to terms with it. Step two, choose to be in sync with the Holy Spirit. 
Holy Spirit will not lead you wrong. He might ask you to do some and like give you the unction to go do some uncomfortable things, but surrender to that because in the process of making yourself uncomfortable, there is peace. It was uncomfortable to file papers. That was not fun. I had peace. Continue your purpose. Your purpose is still to love the people in your surroundings. Your purpose is still to do the business that you were called to do. Your purpose is still to advocate for the marginalized that you're called to advocate for. That purpose does not change. How you activate that purpose and how you demonstrate that purpose, that might have to change. Change is not bad. Change is another word for growth. Your purpose exists regardless of who is president. Okay? It is still your purpose. It doesn't matter who is in the office. Yeshua, Yahweh, Holy Spirit, they are still here. And if your elected isn't um, your preferred candidate, how you connect to the Trinity is about to change. And that's okay. I'm going to read this again. And then I'm going to pray for you guys. And we're going to close it out. Y'all come back and read this and listen to this again over the weekend. John 14, 27. Peace. Peace. I leave with you. My peace I give to you. Not as the world gives do I give to you. He's not going to give you your way. He will give you what you need. Let not your hearts be troubled, neither let them be afraid. You guys, you are capable of making good decisions right now, and you can surrender your heart. It's not fun. It's 100% not fun. It is worth it, because on the other side of that is a better version of you. Uh, continuing to surrender is going to let you walk in power, and we'll talk about power later. All right, I'm going to pray for you guys. Uh, Holy Spirit, thank you for blessing my friends, letting us have these Friday night chats. You are good, God, and you will not lead us astray. Thank you for bringing us together, and more importantly, thank you for opening our eyes to the corruption of our country. Uh, regardless of which side of this aisle we're on, um, some things have to change. So Jesus, thank you for... Um, being seated on the throne and taking the ultimate sacrifice so that we could connect with you in power and in peace. Lord, I bless my friends. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, good night, you guys. Love y'all. Thank you so much for listening to Nicole's Hen House. It is a great value to me to have your ears tuned to the variety of guests on our show. If you found this content insightful, I would greatly appreciate a review on any listening platform. To contact Nicole's Henhouse, visit the site, nicoleshenhouse.com, or you can find me on Instagram at Nicole's Henhouse. As always, cheering for you! <laughs>